0: What you're about to listen to is part of the Podgods Network. If you go to podgodsnetwork.com, you'll find other great shows there too. Have a nice day! My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. We're back with the 88 miles per hour podcast, episode 10, I believe. Oh my God, we're in the second digits. That's pretty cool. uh,
1: Yeah, we are episode 10, huh? (laughs) I didn't even realize that they were episode 10.
0: It's like 10 year olds, like when they finally turn 10, they're like, oh my God, I'm no longer a single digit. I'm two digits now. I'm being, I should be taken seriously more often now. Like, I like, when you were 10 years old, you felt like that. You felt like, oh my God. So I'm more closer to being a teenager and being popular and being Awesome.
1: Yeah, because 11 and 12 are weak numbers. It's not until you hit 13 where you feel awesome because it's 13 and you're like a teen. They're like, yay! 10 is cool, but 11 and 12 are pretty weak.
0: <laughs> totally. I mean, my thir- Well, my 10th birthday, I remember. Like, I mean, I don't want to get into all my personal shit, but... Um... Uh, I went to Dave and Foster's when I was, like, 10. And I had, like, all... It was a guy and girl party, my first guy and girl party. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, there's guys here at my party. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I had a crush on this one kid that came to my party. And I was nervous because I kept looking back. I'm like, is he here? Like, and, I, and I kept turning my head, like, like just fast. Like, I, like, I felt like I was going to be chased by, like, somebody or, like, you know, someone was out to get me or shoot me. and I And I didn't, like... I don't know. I, I didn't like get nervous or anything. I mean, I was kind of nervous, but but yeah. anyway, I'm not talking about that anymore. But <laughs> <laughs> tenth episode, okay. I it would just made more sense to talk about my life, even though to you it might be boring. But
1: yeah, yeah, I was pretty bored. Thanks for stopping. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, welcome back. It is a awesome uh, episode. And ah, never mind, I just messed up. But anyways, yeah, we're back. with episode ten. Yeah, the, the the triple digits, as they say no it's double you didn't even catch that did you a
0: triple digits i know you, know
1: you it like took you a while you're like huh? I,
0: just, I was like huh <laughs> like, I was like, So I'm, like, agreeing upon it and then like you know like that five seconds later you're just like what that's <laughs> why people it's
1: like if you if if we were live on the air you just look at renata sometimes and their stupid faces like, Whoa. like, huh? like <laughs> it's like I'm, her like, face in that, like, that uh just
0: where like there's like like make believe, like birds chirping in my ear, and then like I just need to get a slap from Mo. I'm like, yeah. Oh, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. We we got a awesome. We're continuing our tribute to Harold Ramis this week. We got an awesome film to start on, but obviously before we get into anything, we always have some shout outs. Shout, 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 shout. Fans.
0: Okay, so our first shout out of the episode is eighty eight MPH um, underscore fluxing underscore B T 85 That was a very long Instagram name. But he is a big fan of Back to the Future or she is a big fan of the Back to uh, Back to the Future
2: and
0: spammed all of our pictures and just seemed really involved. Just the, probably the fact that we were just huge fans of ourselves, Back to the Future, and now she's following us or he's following us. So <laughs> I'm to <gonna> say, <laughs> I hate doing that. Like, I, tell us, like, show some evidence that you are a guy or a girl because I hate messing up. Or Sanchez hates messing up too, as well. We're all like, damn it.
1: Just say they.
0: That no, it.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, it.
0: It's. I don't. I'm not calling you a thing, sir, ma'am. But like, I'm gonna have to come down to it if I don't know who you are. <laughs> yeah. Um. And oh, I actually um. There, the next shout out is Colleen. Uh, well, Colleen. Why did I say it like that? <laughs> I said like Colleen, but it's Colleen. But it's separated. Colleen. Colin? Wait, Colleen. I don't know. I, don't, I hope you know I'm saying this right. I just um, love that you
1: said it but not even really.
0: I'm so bad with names. I'm so bad. Um, but she's from Philly, my hometown, and she was actually just searching like a random Goosebumps picture, and she came across our podcast, and she started following us. And I searched on her page, and I was like, I and mean, there was pictures of like the Philadelphia like in Philadelphia. There's a like a skyscraper that's just so signature to Philadelphia. I was like. She from Philly? I messaged her and she was like, Yeah, she's like, I love your show. I was just looking up a random picture. Oh, pitch.
1: I think I saw that conversation happen. Yeah, I know what yeah, you're Yeah, you
0: about. like you stalker.
1: Stalker? Nerd, it was on our page, stupid.
0: Well, that's still stalking. It was between me and her.
1: Uh, me but on. I'm reading our like replies on our page, nerd.
0: We don't need that.
1: Was the skyscraper made out of cheesesteak?
0: You know what? We don't need this type of humor on this podcast. Thank you. <laughs> also, um, we got our first uh rating and review from the Martha and our podcast. So thank you very much, guys. Um, it gave us a star on our iTunes like review and um, uh ratings. So I mean, if you really like the show, guys, please go on our iTunes if you subscribe to it. Just give us a little like you know, radar like, say, show. Just, what?
1: I was saying what you said, Radar show.
0: Yeah, Radar show. Like, tell us what you like about it. We'll tell the people on iTunes what you like yeah, about it. Yeah,
1: seriously. <laughs> it, would, it would really help us a lot. So all of you, Iltino, P 805 the Mystical Mayhem, or Archie, Magic.
0: Morgan Grimes. Yeah, know, all, us I'll
1: use Peeps. Those, I'm sorry, those are the only names I could remember at the moment. But there's so many of you who would listen to us. The the Marty McFly profile person and the one that's... uh. Zoe Deschanel profile. I can't remember your guys's names. All of you, go on our iTunes and subscribe and give leave us a comment. Just say anything. You could just say great show or love the show or whatever you want to say. You know, oh, I hate Renata but Sanchez is awesome. You know, stuff like that. It'd be great.
0: <laughs> yeah, like like totally. You could even put like you know Sanchez has a big head. Like he talks about himself a lot. So and Renata <laughs> she's very nice and you know.
2: Yeah, but, you know. Uh,
0: the Martha and Eric podcast. Thank you guys so much. You're a great podcast. Um, thanks for doing that for us. It was really nice. Yes,
1: awesome guys. Grazie. Very That's much appreciated. And yeah, jump on the bandwagon. Bag. Uh, jo- uh, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> jump. Christ. on the bandwagon of the Martha and Eric podcast and follow their lead. And go leave us a comment and rate us and subscribe to us on our show. Yay.
0: Thank you. And it's not an Instagram um, shout-out that I'm doing, but I'm doing a shout-out to the people that I work with at the Federal F- Federal Reserve Bank of Philadelphia. They always talk about our show and how much we, they love it, and they catch up on all the episodes. So whoever you are that came up to me and said, we really like your show, we heard about your podcast, I'm like, thanks and thank you. So.
1: Cool. There you go. All right. Awesome. And that's it for the shout-outs this week. Mm-hmm. Very right, <laughs> I forget when we're not live, but I was just looking at Renata. I, like, <laughs> I should have taken a screenshot, but she was like, no, I Yeah, I know.
0: I look ugly as shit, and I can't believe you would do that to me.
1: Oh, that's hilarious. Okay. But seriously, ladies and gentlemen, so there is a I just want to bring up something that, you know, actually, before we get into it, you know, Renata does actually have a segment, uh, a fashion segment that actually leads to another topic that she wants to badly talk about. So I said, you know what? Go for it. So do your fashion segment while I while I sit back and listen and look up something real quick.
0: Yeah, but you have to be involved with this, too. Because Oh, no, no, no. no. I am. I am okay
1: i am i'm just loading something on the
0: the attention i'm
1: loading something in the background that i forgot to load so it's there so when i will talk about it boom i can bring it up and mention because it's a certain year (laughs) that i was like oh crap i forgot to bring up the year but anyways go on
0: okay so with my fashion beat my fashion segment um well i have been watching the show freaks and geeks um you know and i because sanch was telling me very badly to go watch it and i was just like okay maybe if i watch it and i was bored one day and i was on netflix and i came across it and i was like this is a really 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 good show and then someone over here the debbie downer like you know like the rain cloud over my forehead like i called him up and i was like oh my god this is such a great show this and that and he was like you realize there's only one season of freaks geeks and i said what what Wait, did you say one season? And I, no, no, and just no. No, like, yeah. <clears throat> no he was
1: like, I, I didn't say you real. All I said, I'm like, it sucks they only did one season. That's what I was saying. Because you were so excited that you just, like, oh my gosh. Because that was I one was thing that. I, I, like, I was so excited. Yeah, because you were like, guess what? Guess what? Uh, guess what I found on Netflix? And I was just like, I don't know why. Out of all shows or movies <laughs> that are on Netflix, I just said, Freaks and Geeks. And she's like, yeah, how'd you know? Yeah. But is when you're talking about the show, you're like, oh, I love it. I didn't say, well, you know, I literally was just like, it just, because I I thought you already knew. I didn't know you had finished or not. I thought you purged it already. And I, in which you did purge, but not all the way through. And that's what I said. I, that, that's what I was telling you. I was just like, oh it sucks that they only did one season because that's the one thing about that show. It is honestly such a great show. Yeah, it takes place in 1980, but you still have the 70s vibe in there because it's yeah. literally like 79s, 80. It's like, so, of course, the 80, 1980s is going to fail, but still, it's like 80s. We could talk about it. Yay, you know, but that was the one thing that's such the downer about that show that it was only one season. And I mentioned the tour and in which I wish you would have mentioned it on the show. But her reaction was just, like, all oh, sadness and tears.
0: <laughs> it, was, it was really upsetting. Like, I'm, I actually held in my anger because he was like, you know, this could have been, again, very relevant to the podcast or naughty. You screwed up again. You're a loser. <laughs> fact. He didn't say all that. <laughs> but it's probably what he was thinking in his head. And I was like, oh, damn. But when it comes to the fashion, um, I there was one thing that I am, I'm obsessed with and I want to get this so bad, but I feel like everybody has it now. Especially every, like, girl that I see. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm talking about, like, the um, army jackets. The green army jackets. Like, with Lindsay, the character Lindsay on Freaks and Geeks Wears, like, yeah. every day. It's like she has no other jacket. She's, like, some poor kid. And, like, she has all these nice clothes, but she covers it up with that green army jacket it was her father's. And I actually like it. And, um, and it's pretty much in style again today. Like, you know, people, girls are walking around with it. They're rolling up their sleeves with it. And I like it because it's nice and baggy and it's cute. And I like the color green. So, and it's nice for the springtime too. It's not so heavy and it's not really light. So you could, you know, wear it. And I really like that. I mean, did you, did you find that attractive if a girl wears an army jacket?
1: Well, she just looked like a dirty bum, like, seriously, in that show. Like, she, like whenever she took off that jacket, it's like, oh, she's pretty, but she put that on to have that, I'm a freak, you know, kind of, like, deal, like, oh, I'm in with you guys because I put on a dirty jacket that's, like, really, like, I mean, because, honestly, she came from, like, like, she was, like, honor roll, straight A, you know, principal's list, all of that, and then, but she's trying to, like, you know, rebel, like, hey, look at these kids, they stand out, so let me put on this jacket and kind of feel different even though my clothes is all like the nice popular girl style clothes i mean but
0: she wasn't popular no no
1: no i'm not saying that she was pop well she was popular in the academic sense teachers Mm -hmm. knew her because she was smart you know the smart kids knew her like she was well known in that form of community when it came to the smart you know she was a brain but the Mm -hmm. thing was that she didn't want to go down that route because she saw these kids were like hey these guys are cool and throwing on that jacket made her feel like i'm i'm look you know it's, it's kind of like you know oh i i'm a i'm a rocker look i'm wearing a rolling stones t-shirt it's kind of like They like...
0: didn't tell her to get rid of the friggin jacket that's
1: what and it felt I... like it was fake and like really... she was a poser
0: i know but like the, I don't when they should have said something like hey dude like you know like stop posing I, mean, I think kim was really like the only one that kind of like made fun of her about it but kim wore the same jacket every day pretty much the same outfit
1: and it was because these people were poor That was the thing. Not really. No
0: Nick was but he get a his father was like, you know
1: Yeah, but his father was I don't know where you're at in the show. But his father wasn't gonna be like, "Here you go, Nick. I'm gonna buy you this, this, and that." You know, it's like, like especially I can't. He, remember.
0: Had, he had a 26-piece drum set. You know how much money that costs.
1: Yeah, but he had to go out and get it himself. Like it, it wasn't like he had money and he's shelling out. Like all these kids didn't come from like good families. That was the one thing that I loved about this show is that it was so real. Like that—that's really what sucked about it. But it disappeared after one season because this show what was great about it because it felt it connected like with me even though in high school I didn't watch it only because my bro like I don't know why. When it came to Carlos, it didn't really matter. But when it came to my older brother, when he said something like, this is the greatest thing ever, I was always be like, no, it's not. Like, get out of here, you know. If Carlos says that, I'm like, really? And I'm all interested, you know. And I'll go watch it. And because, you know, but when it came to my older brother, he pointed out one day, this is the best show ever. And I just heard that. And I'm like, I don't want to watch this, you know. In which later on, I found it. Both me and my little brother started watching it. And when they were doing, when it used to be Fox Family, now it's like, I don't know what channel it is now, but they used to show it on there. Me and my little brother started watching, we're like, dude, this is the greatest show ever. And we were watching it, um, and this was probably like two years after it got canceled or so. Um, and But the one thing I liked about it, because it's so real, it's like you literally, it focused n- on none of the popular kids. It focused on the real kids of that, how I was in high school, like it was like almost, I was a freak and a geek. At the same time, I was I and mean, I was both and you got to see their their way. They are their lives like you saw how what, what's his name? The James Franco's character. I can't think of it. Right uh, now. Daniel. Yeah. You got to see Daniel, how how um, he's um how his life is, his family. It's so like comes from like a, like a broken home. Like it's just, it's just so bad. You know, like I like that stuff, like how but it's just Daniel so comes
0: re- very smart. If you, you catch his smartness very easily.
1: But street smart. Because book smarts, he wasn't that good. See, that's why, again, yeah. I, I don't know where you're at in the show.
0: <laughs> On episode 14.
1: I don't know where. I can't remember because I know there's one episode. I'm
0: pretty far in to know a good, good amount about the characters. Okay, so
1: you know about, you know, when you go to school, you're either put in, in when in school, you're track one, track oh, she two, track two. Yeah, <laughs> You know, so, obviously. I was
0: put in? What do you think I was
1: you think that makes me feel? <laughs> you know what? We should do. We're gonna do a whole freaks and geeks episode. We're getting so deep into this. I think we should focus an episode on freaks and geeks. Yeah, we're not,
0: we not. should stop right now. I'm yeah. Out really yeah. of ourselves. Seriously,
1: yeah. Because I mean, we could do a whole thing on freaks and geeks. So, ladies and gentlemen, go watch freaks and geeks. Again, fashion army jackets. To get to back to your okay. question,
0: Even um, I'm getting it. it. It does.
1: You know what? In high school, I dated a girl who I had an army jacket. It was um, my brother's, and she would wear it from time to time. So I liked when she would wear it, and it looked good on her. And then she ended up getting her own, so then I stole that one from her because my brother took the jacket back. Mm-hmm. And then so she would wear it, and then I'm like, oh, let me wear it, and I would wear it. So um, I liked it. It's just I guess it matters of how, how they're dressed. Like she was a goth chick wearing an army jacket and look great with Lindsay. It just looks stupid. Cause she's dressed in normal clothes with a dirty jacket on. Like it doesn't match, you know, I guess it's based I on what your stuff.
0: Pretty good. I think I just, I think she wore it a lot to the point where like it became very dirty looking.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay. From the freaks. No, not the from the freaks from the geeks. Which one is your favorite from the geeks? Like which one, if you were in high school, which one of those three would you take? Neil, Sam or Bill? <sighs> I see you with Bill.
0: <laughs> yeah okay honestly i mean this can go so i think sam because even though he's really short puberty will hit in no time and he will just grow and, and in
1: real life it did
0: and he sees. yeah i think they're sam uh whatchamacallit um
1: the comedian neil
0: neil no the neil's only, the comedian yeah neil's the only one who is stayed small like, yeah he played actually a really funny part like, a small part in this movie. Um, I Love You, Beth Cooper. He was, like, the gas market station. And he played, and his character was named Sam. And she was, like, "He," she, well, first she says, Sam, you look like a good guy, Sam. Come on, just let us get the beer. And he's, like, oh, I could lose my shitty job over this. <laughs> and then, like, she, like, does this thing where she's, like, how about I kiss you so hard that every time you think about it, you're going to have to change your underwear. And then he looks at the camera, and he's, like, I'm like, I'm not going to pass this opportunity off. Um, go ahead. <laughs> but it was, it was, that's the part where I recognized Sam. Well, not Sam. Neil from. God, yeah. No names here. But yeah, <laughs> Sam would be my uh favorite. But out of the, out of the freaks, I well, kind of. We,
1: we know. Go on, though. Say it.
0: Nick. The, uh, Jason Siegel.
1: You like yeah. stoners?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <But> they're real. <laughs>
1: yeah, they are. They're real awesome alright cool well for sure ladies and gentlemen as much as I would continue wanting to talk about Freaks and Geeks we should just do an episode alone on Freaks and Geeks Um, if you haven't watched it if you have Netflix freaking go purge the hell out of that like we said sadly it's only one season but if you want like somewhat a quasi sequel to Freaks and Geeks watch Undeclared also on on Netflix from the same people you want to continue seeing Seth Rogen in it you know he pops out uh, you see Huh? <laughs> yeah. So it, it's it's because it's this. It's almost like it's Judd Apatow. You know, he's like, all right, now you did Undeclared for Fox, and that lasted sadly one season. But it's almost like watching a sequel. It's like watching all the kids in college. So yeah, anyway. so check it out. All also,
0: right. um, really quick, no. I have I have a debate.
1: Oh, here. okay. A, debate? a small
0: debate. Ooh. Are you a Pepsi person?
1: Am I a Pepsi person? You know, I like Pepsi. Why?
0: Because. What's the? Do you think there's a difference between Pepsi Throwback and regular Pepsi?
1: I haven't had Throwback. I not isn't Throwback just the look.
0: No, it it goes back to the real sugar made with real sugar, like back in the '80s and early '90s until I started getting like other stuff involved.
1: Oh, I don't know. I haven't tried it.
0: Well, because it has like the '80s logo on it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I love that logo.
0: Me too. I kind of wish they stayed on it, but um, I. Technically, I mean this really doesn't count since you never tasted it. But um, I feel like there is a slight difference, but not so much a major difference. So if people out there wanted to try the Pepsi Throwback, I would because I like retro things. So and actually, I just like the taste of Pepsi. So so Pepsi. you're
1: you're a Pepsi girl, not a Coke girl. I honestly tell you the truth. Everyone's Coke for some reason, but I love Pepsi.
0: I, I honestly think that Pepsi it has a more sweeter taste. And I, I I just, a lot of girls like Pepsi.
1: Yeah, Pepsi free? Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> no, I actually, um, I don't know. I, I mean, I hate when they talk about diet Pepsi. Yeah. Diet. You lose that, like, awesome sugary, like, sweet taste. People, I'm actually holding a throwback Pepsi bottle in my hand now. So I'm kind of looking at it. Don't worry,
1: how- I screenshot it and I put it on Instagram right now.
0: Did you really? Yeah. No, <laughs> okay.
1: Just, no, I'm just kidding. Only because you're like I don't have makeup, my hair better, better. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get let's continue going with this show before we get into our topic at hand. As I always say, movie. Okay, once again, we have another. It's something because every week it's like all oh, right, it kind of brings up something that I want to talk about. Not necessarily the show, but we did bring up last week the Goldbergs, and not la- yeah, last week and this week there was another episode that I had brought up. I mean, brought up um, another episode. There's another episode that aired, and there was something in that episode that I wanted to talk about. Let's see. Um, actually, people probably might know about this, but there's this one scene where, um, Christ, I can't even remember the character names, but the little the, oh, Adam. Where he's on a bus, wow, being,
0: really? Yeah, I know
1: he's being bullied, <laughs> and he goes up to his older brother and says, "Hey, if you help me take care of this bully, I'll give you my whole pack, you know, my whole set of garbage pail kids." And then you hear the commentary, like the narration saying, "You because know, he says like these kids, these cars are going to be worth one million. They're going to be worth a lot of money one day." And then you hear the narration by Patton Oswalt say, "They weren't."
2: <laughs> yeah, and
1: and that's are. what I wanted to talk about was garbage Pail kids because that moment when they saw that, i was like oh my gosh man i saw so, like okay i'm not talking about the re-release because they re-released them back in like uh i think in 03 and then like again in 2010 uh and then hell even 2012 so were were you um did do you know about the garbage pale kids before the re-release in the 2000s did you hear about them during the 90s or no
0: no, I never did.
1: Okay, because I know your father has an original Cabbage Pail Kid, right? Didn't he say he has one like Cabbage in a box?
0: Cabbage
1: Patch. Yeah, Cabbage Patch. I'm sorry, I say Cabbage Pail Kids. Cabbage, um, Cabbage Pail. <laughs> but the Garbage Pail Kids, and then seriously, I, I okay, I loved those cards. Like I can't really remember like names of them and whatnot. I know they were in, they were introduced in 1985. Uh, it was uh, released by the Tops. Top's uh, company, the trading cards people, uh, d- this is one thing that you don't see anymore. Sadly, it's, um, it's because I guess the market wasn't for them. Comics are, you know, they're huge now and this and that. But back when, like, you know, early 90s, uh, 80s, you know, and even before, like, cards were the huge thing. Like, if there was a movie released, like, car- they would release trading cards from it. Like, tops kicked but, like, I remember I had the whole lot of Back to the Future Part Two trading cards. I had huh? the the whole lot of, of Batman trading cards. Like, because my brother, he was into baseball cards. He was all into baseball cards. Me, like, I, I, I was like, well, I don't like baseball, but I like movies. So I would collect the movie cards, and he would take care of them for me. And it was, you know, one thing that, that, that doesn't happen anymore. When I was a kid, when I, in, in the 80s, when I would go to daycare... A cop would always, like, come to the park right there, area where we were at, just, you know, check. And every time they're there, we'd go up to him and say hi to the cop. He always had baseball cards on him, gum and baseball cards on him, and he'd give them to us. That doesn't happen with cops anymore. They never carry baseball cards on them or anything like that. They used to give them out to kids.
0: I never even heard about that.
1: Yeah. And, and when I bring that up to people, they're like, what are you talking about? And, yeah, like, cops would give us baseball cards. But that's the one thing, like, like these garbage pail kids, man, I remember they were huge. Like, And there was one card that always made me sad. I can't remember what it is. But it's a. it was, a like, it, it always popped into my head whenever we were at the store when I was a kid with my mom or something. And I had to go to the bathroom. I always pictured that one card. It's a little kid. One of the Garbage Pail Kids, he's holding on to the door, like a bathroom door. It's locked, and then he's, like, pulling on it, his feet on the wall, pulling on it, and his pamper is filled with, like, pee, because he has to go so bad. And I always remembered that. I'm like, that's sad. He wanted to go to the bathroom, and he couldn't go. He peed himself. <laughs> and And it always made me sad, but these cards were, like, crazy awesome. Like, they were
2: huge.
1: So big that they even made a freaking movie about it. Did you ever see the movie? Garbage what? Pale Kids, the movie in 1987. Horrible. Horrible trash. Junk. Seriously.
0: See it? What if I was like, I totally love that movie? <laughs> that was the well, highlight movie of my show. I I mean,
1: if you loved it, like in the sense of like, oh, it's so bad that it's good, that's understandable. But it's seriously terrible. So much that you could probably watch it. It's it's like almost they sing in it. It's stupid. But the cards alone were great. And it's funny because one of my friends down the street me and my older brother when we were little kids when we moved here, it was probably like 87 like roughly around that time because when we first moved here there's this girl down the street she was a bit older than us she had a fat book of all these massive amount of garbage pail kids like she had so many and that's what it reminded me when i saw that on goldberg's was when this girl she's like one of these days these are going to be worth a lot of money and that's what made me laugh because they're not and this girl had a massive amount of, and I remember we would just flip through the book, garbage pail kids, garbage. And, and I mean, they're cool cards. The 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 whole spoof on them is great. Like each of them represents something. Like there's a play on words. Like their names always write like Adam Bomb. Like he was the the main like logo to the garbage pail kids. Like a little boy, and his head has like the little nuke like explosion the mushroom cloud over his head like they always had like cards like that and it was really cool so i was you know
0: i actually like that i remember um collecting was pokemon cards and i was obsessed i I mean i just remember clearly i was obsessed with doing it i mean I i think i grew up more of a tomboy like when i was younger i mean i had girly i had girlish tendencies but when it came to like collecting cards and just doing like just just yeah. I, I was I was pretty much with the guys and my cousin who was a girl. She had. I remember we would, we would come in and we would all hang out and then we'd hold our binders like we would hold on for it for dear life like like your this Pokemon? is something, like yeah like you know but like the um the little binder books that you hold your yeah. cards in like that was our life. Like, well, that's we, what I'm
1: saying. Like you had Pokemon cards in them.
0: Yeah, all Pokemon cards. Okay. And then uh, I remember walking in like we were all hanging out one day and then her brother he they're twins but they're um they don't look alike. Yeah, and he says, "Look at this," and then he shows me Yu Gi Oh, and I'm like, "What the hell is that?" Yeah, and, I'm like, and he was like, "It's a new show," and I and I think that's what I never watched Yu Gi Oh because I was just like, because I was just so obsessed with Pokemon. But I mean, I'm sorry, I'm going off track. But yes, collecting cards was a big deal for me, so I know how your friend was feeling like you know like that's my life hopefully it will be worth someday maybe i can get a guy and says oh you're so cool
1: that's okay. how pokemon cards are now i mean my little brother was huge on pokemon cards i know there's like probably like maybe three four or five certain cards or something that are probably worth money but as a whole, they're like, crap. I know. That's what Carlos had mentioned. I mean, I think now, because they're all getting big again, especially with Magic the Gathering Pokemon's getting big, yeah. I think it'll probably come into fruition again, like, being like, oh, you yeah, have those cards, but nostalgia reason. I mean, like, that's why. The 80s, I had my thing. I had, you know, Garbage Pail Kids. I had movie, like, movie set cards and stuff like that. Like, that's why it sucks that you live so far. If you lived out here, there's this place we could have went down to on, on Saturday or Wednesday called Frankensons and... They, there's like certain booths where you could buy those cards. You could buy those movie set cards. You know what? I'm going to go and I'm going to try to, there we go. That's a perfect example. I'm going to go and I'm going to try buy one of those and maybe we could like give them away to like our fans and like little contests or stuff like that. Um, kind of like.
0: Before you can give it to your fans, I would really appreciate that.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Hey, you know what? You still owe me a DVD for the Chipmunk Adventure. Remember that was I some, like do.
0: I actually went to the Best Buy and I was like, um, "Do you guys have like the Chipmunk movies?" And then the guy clearly said, "How old are you?"
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's why you go to Amazon, nerd. Amazon.com.
0: <laughs> I-, I-, I showed my bravery for you.
1: All right, that's- but you still owe me. You-, you lost the bet. Remember that? All right, mm-hmm. we got we yeah, got to was- start rocking. All right, yes. so yeah, so there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Garbage pail kids, if you have, if you honestly had them, please, listeners, interact with us, post, tag us on Instagram, or even direct message us on Instagram. Show us an image of of you if you still have them, or or, or, or not. Just like comment on our posts and be like, oh yeah, I used to collect garbage pail, or or what did you collect? You know, even though we're not a. You know, she wasn't in the '80s. She still—it relates to that. She collected Pokemon cards. You know, so what did you collect? If you weren't from the '80s, still, what did you collect in that sense? You know, I—I I, I, again, I create. I collected all those movie cards. You know, my older brother, he—you know—he collected baseball cards. My little brother collected Pokemon cards. So, you know, if you collected cards, what were they?
0: Yeah, totally.
1: Boom. All right, now it's time to continue our tribute. To Harold Ramis, the great, you know, Egon Spangler, Spang. They said, all right, Spang. Eh, uh, you know. Well, I mean, yeah, I did say right. Okay. but yeah. So we're jumping. We're in our Delorean right now, and we're traveling, you know, 88 miles per hour. Boom! All the way to 1983 to the release of National Lampoon's Vacation, July Woo! 29th. All right, this movie directed by Harold Ramis. So, you're like wondering, like, oh, why vacation? Well, this movie is a great movie. He directed it. I know he wasn't in it. You could have been like, well, what about Stripes? He was in Stripes. Oh, you know, I get that. But when when you think of his filmography, of stuff that he did, even though he wasn't in vacation, he took control of vacation because he directed vacation. And they even, I I know that even him and Chevy Chase actually went in and, and revised some of the script. You know, during during shooting, because they had to change some stuff that they ended up doing. So, but the script was written, obviously. Again, everything from freaking you know the eighties, a lot of the great hits was written by John Hughes.
0: That's true. Like, it, I just—that's one of those movies where I think everyone can say, "Yes, I seen Vacation." Especially like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That's mm-hmm. one of your like cult christmas movies to watch
1: exactly
0: you know and it's just it's just hilarious i mean the writing in it and the acting alone it's you you just can't help but just like bent over yourself like holding your stomach and and laughing like that's the type of laughing i think which we're losing nowadays don't you think so like when a lot of like comedy movies like a lot of stuff is dealing with you know a lot like there's more cursing and more, like, foul language comedy than there is, like, you know, just, uh, I guess, like, falling over a ladder or, like, you know, some, like, a place being closed and driving all the way to get someplace. You know you know what I'm talking about? Like, just slapstick humor, like, you know, just stuff like that. Well, a be- dog being dragged halfway <laughs> like all across the <laughs> well, trip.
1: Well, this movie wasn't necessarily slapstick, but, um, I mean, it's I mean, still... It, I mean,
0: like, also another topic is slapstick, I was trying to say. Oh, uh, okay.
1: Um, well, I, I mean, the the humor behind, I mean, I guess what you're saying if, like, like would we see a movie like this today?
0: Yeah, I feel like that you really don't see a lot of movies like that today. I mean, like a, yeah. A, a it's comedy, it's, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess so. I mean, I yeah, I mean, hell, like, vacation-style movies like this, like, you really don't have... I don't. I don't. Is there? What would be? I. I mean, I wasn't a fan of this movie, but RV with Robin Williams. That, that was similar. Are you know? Are we there yet? I guess was similar in that style, but it, it it just wasn't. It didn't hold because I guess what you're saying is like, see those movies I just named off. Yeah, you're right. They 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 were. They were family oriented. They were PG, whereas to this movie, they had bad words. You know, they showed a little bit of nudity in it. Like, I mean, it wasn't directly, like, it was an adult family traveling movie, but it was targeted towards the parents because this movie originally, like, that's why when I said that Chevy Chase and Harold Ramis rewrote. The, the screenplay well what they did is they actually and it's in it's actually in Chevy Chase's book that um his biography book that I mean he didn't write it because it's a biography but he had stated that there that Harold Ramis and both Chevy Chase had to change the script like move it around why because John Hughes, I mean, who knows what if John Hughes would have even directed this. Like, imagine if he did because this movie focused a lot on the teenagers. So they, what they did is afterwards they changed it so that the focus was on uh, the, the, the adults, the parents. Because even the girl, the Ferrari girl, was originally, like, that character was going to be changed. And it was supposed to be a love interest for Rusty. But instead, they changed it, made it a girl who was older, drove a Ferrari, and made it interested in Clark. So that's why. So, so this film almost could have been like a teen movie. You know, imagine if if, if John Hughes directed it. You know, I mean, it could have been could a.
0: Comp- be stated it on Michael Anthony Michael Hall, and I forget the girl who played Audrey.
1: Yeah, I I don't remember her name. Um,
0: well, that's what I. That's what I really hate about. That's one of the things I I really didn't like about the whole. National Lampoon's vacation movies was they changed the kids. Yeah. Every every movie. And then, I I mean, at least I can understand if, say, like, Anthony Michael Hall and that girl didn't want to do it and you kept, like, um, Johnny Galicki and, um, well, that that actually was later on. Yeah. Because then it was European vacation. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, hold the conversation because I'm going to look up something because I know it says as to why Michael Anthony Hall didn't do the second film but continue talking like hold the mic as you you know talk to the audience so i could look it up oh well i found it already okay. <laughs> michael anthony hall was asked to reprise his role from the first movie he instead opted to do weird science so that was why it was his choice so at that point i think the filmmakers decided let's make this that, a joke that's and change so
0: the- wrong. that's so no that no, we they waited that long to do a second, like, really? Because of weird science, like there was a total gap. Like he was really young in vacation, and well, then, like,
1: well, here's the thing. Here, here's what happened. Okay. In Vacation, after they were done shooting in Vacation, the ending is completely different. What happens at the end of a, a Vacation is when they show up to Wally World, it's yeah. closed. It's closed to Wally World, right? In the film, what happens? He goes, they get a BB gun, they break in, and he's like, they see the first security guard. They're like, you know, sit, roll down, play that, remember? He's like, and, and they,
0: yeah, they find him because so they, they want to go in. They yeah,
1: in. you know, and they get John County, like, um, I'm sorry, but the moon should have told you we were close. I love John Candy in that role. He's great. Just like, you know, the way he talks. And they take him and he's like, he's like, Rusty, can I call you Rusty? He's like, sure. He's like, I had a bad experience on this ride, you know, or whatever. But anyways, that whole part and then the, the FBI comes and then they 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 you know, attack him and he's like, he's like, let me tell you. He's like, well, imagine. He's like, oh, the back, that smell from the backseat. Oh, whatever. Anyways, everyone knows the ending. The original ending consisted of, they show up to Wally World and it's closed. So what they do is they Drive to to um wh- whatever uh, Roy Wally uh his his place like his uh, his home in um in Hollywood and they hold him hostage. They end up holding him hostage, and and they they like they what happens is like they you know they they fix this the the whatever like they're like oh okay um you know we the problem is fixed. So then they end up going on on a roller coaster at the end. And on at the end, they they realize that the flight was uh, was wrong. That the uh, okay, actually no. Here it is. Clark points a BB gun at Wally and then forces him and his business associates to sing and dance Wally World theme songs before the police. Arrive to arrest Clark. The girl in the Ferrari turned out to be Raleigh's daughter, and she convinces him not to press charges against Clark. On the plane Ryan home, the quiz, the quiz, the Griswolds realize they're on the wrong flight. Clark snaps and hijacks the plane. And then at that point, that that's basically, you know, what happens. It's like, but the test audiences, when they test it, because they, usually they do that. All, all movie theaters, they'll test screens. They'll do stuff. It's what happened with uh, freaking um, Pretty in Pink. They did a test and everyone's like, no, this is crap. And they didn't, because in the original cut, she's supposed to end up with Ducky. It leads up, the movie plays out like that, but it played horrible. So they switched it and she ends up with Blaine. In this movie, they had this ending, but they didn't like it. Like, okay, we're going to go hold hostage. You know, the daughter comes, she saves the day because they've, the whole trip. Every time he looks out the window, he sees her. They end up going in, you know, in the pool together. So he say she saves, you know, the, the Griswolds. And on the way home, he, you know, but when they played this, horrible reaction in the theater. They're like, "This is crap." So what happened is they went back six months later, and this is where it goes back to. Like, wait a minute, it doesn't make sense. What would happen was because it was such a gap from when they finished shooting the film to where they reshot it. If you look in the movie, Rusty is always shorter or about almost the same height as Beverly D'Angelo. When they had to go back and reshoot the scenes, he had a, a growth spurt, so he grew taller. So when you look at it, he he's actually taller now than Beverly D'Angelo. So you see, because they had to go back six months later, half a year later, to reshoot some scenes, and that's where they added John Candy. They changed the whole ending and everything. And- they should
0: have like a um a cute like a cute little like um. Just funny thing, like, did you grow taller, Ross? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, see, you, that would have been funny if they did do that. Cause I love every time in all the in all the movies he always yells, "Ross!" and then he's like, "Right here, Dad." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that gag. They do it in every single movie, and it, 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 it's clever. Like, I love that. But that was why, and you're and you're wondering, wait a minute, does It doesn't make sense. Well, look, this movie was released in 1983. If they took six months to reshoot the ending so then to edit it get it all set so that means this movie was done filming early 1982 so that means by the time they went in and started recording weird science that was released in 85 that means it was probably a year and a half later when they started shooting weird science back in like 84 so there's enough time for him to look a bit taller and a little bit older yeah, I know it doesn't really, like, you're like, that doesn't make sense. But remember, the time mm-hmm. frame of, of when they shot it. So he was a bit older, you know, at that point. So from Weird Science, and I know around r- Weird Science, he probably, I think, sh- filmed, um, I think he filmed, what's that? Uh, I can't, oh my god, mm-hmm. Breakfast Club first, and then he did Weird Science. Because that's how it was, like, the, the transition of the films. Um, but that's why, like, if you look at it, he probably... Yeah, lo- he
0: did 16 Candles, then he did Breakfast Club, and then he did Weird Science. Mm-hmm. So he- so he
1: was on a roll. So obviously, with vacation, he looks much younger. And then you see the transition from all those three films. You notice how how he's like a bit younger in each film. But by the time he gets to Weird Science, you can see that's probably his most mature, oldest character. But I mean, it, it makes sense. But like, yeah, they were gonna bring him back. But he's the one that said, "Nah, I don't want to do this. I want to go do Weird Science." Because he was a he was the main focus of the role. He was the lead, one of the leads, you know.
0: So yeah, it's like, but it was mostly based on Gary. It was mostly based on him.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, if you think about it, it, the focus is on the two guys who create this thing. Mm -hmm. Whereas, to vacation, the focus wasn't the kids. The focus was always the the parents, more so the dad, on him just trying to do a vacation for the family. And it just went to crap. Do
0: you think you'd be like that? You would be...
1: um... (laughs) Yeah, well, the reason why, if you remember... uh, I I know I had mentioned that I love this movie. And the reason is because, like... I love driving. I, I I really love driving. Like years ago, you know, I um I went uh, to we drove to San Francisco. Me and my wife, we drove up to San Francisco, and I love the drive. And I always wanted to do that. Like they, it looks like they go from St. Louis to California, you know, and they they do all the the routes, the drives, and that's what I want to do. Like I I I want to do. That. I you just want to like every like even Christmas vacation, he just wants to have that big family. Vacation. Like every I think almost every dad. Like I mean, I I could be wrong, but like maybe we could ask your dad. Like they all want to have that vacation where, like you know, this is you know a trip. Just want they just have that dream vacation of wherever they go with the family, and that's what he's just oh. trying to do. And oh, then-
0: my dad, my dad's not like that, but um, my boyfriend's father is Chevy Chase. He is Clark Griswold to the T. He has the van. He. He's obsessed with Christmas and he always has a video camera. And then he's like, Okay, we're gonna do a trip to Lancaster, PA. And of course, it's like the Amish town, yeah. And like, he tries to get his he gets um Joey's brother, and then it's Joey, and then like, okay, so it's um his mom, his dad, and then Jonathan, his little brother, sits in the front, and it's me and Joey that sits in the back, mm-hmm. and he. Like it's just the funniest because like they call each other Clark and they call each other, uh-huh. they call each other by those names because he's just obsessed for, like with family vacations and trips and he do- and he likes a lot of driving. So I I mean my dad he's like I'll just go on a plane and we'll get there as soon as possible. Like my dad's not the type that he likes to drive.
1: Um, No, but the vacation aspect. I'm not talking about just driving in general, just having that vacation. Because your dad is like that because they're already planning all... They're all excited for the the Disney trip that you guys are doing. You do it every year. So, obviously, it's both your mom and dad. But I bet, like, you know, he has it all like, oh, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. Everybody wants to have that just... Look, look back. You know, we used to do that. I mean, not necessarily fly, but with my, when we were growing, my dad, we would always go camping. We'd go in the RV. You know, there was always that, you know, and with this. It's it's always it just goes to crap like it goes to hell the whole way from all he wants to do is just have an awesome trip with his family. I mean, there's that one scene that I love where he snaps, you know, and uh, <laughs> and I, I wish I I, I should have had the, the those lines, the quote from that line. I mean, maybe I could look it up or he's like yelling and where, where it's after, I think when, when the, the, the Aunt Edna dies and then he's like, I can't believe it. He's like, let's just go home. And they're like, yeah, dad, let's go home. He's like home. He's like, no, we're not giving up now. You know, he gets all mad. He's like, and he like curses like the one F word in it. (laughs) You know, (laughs) he always
0: has that moment where like, he just flips. Yeah. I actually have like on Chris, like the Christmas vacation one, I think is the best flip out.
1: compared to all of them and I, <laughs> here we go I'm gonna have to curse on this he's like I think you're all fucked in the head we're 10 hours from fucking fun park and you want to bail out well I'll tell you something this is no longer a vacation it's a quest it's a quest for fun we're gonna have fun and I'm gonna have fun we're all gonna have so much fucking fun that we're not we're gonna need plastic surgery to move our goddamn smiles we'll be whistling zippity doo out, out of your assholes I must be crazy I'm on a bail pilgrimage to see a moose praise marty moose holy shit <laughs> <laughs> and then that's when rusty like dad do you want an aspirin don't touch and i love that just like how he curves he goes crazy and he does do that he does that i, I know he i can't remember if he does that in Euro, european vacation but he does do that on christmas vacation because <laughs> that's when he says oh, santa's oh, gonna come squeeze his fat
0: ass he's
1: like he's yeah 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 because he's like santa claus gonna squeeze his fat ass gonna see the the jolliest bunch of assholes this side of, you know...
0: The nut house. Yeah. If I'm if i good, oh, I'll do this right go now. Go for it, go for it. Wait a second. No one's gonna walk out on this family Christmas. Hell no. We're gonna sit down, we're gonna press on, we're gonna have the hap, happiest Christmas since Ben Crosby's tap dance with Danny fucking King. And then, when, <laughs> and then when Santa walks down that chimney he sees the jolliest bunch of assholes this side of the nut house. <laughs> uh, Are you sure you're okay? Don't piss me off, Art.
1: Yeah, he's like, (laughs) holy Christ, hallelujah. And
0: then, (laughs) That's what flips out on Frank Shirley. He says, he's like, but he's up there with the happiest summer with the rest of those rich people. I don't want him right here. Put a big ribbon on his head, and I'm gonna look him straight in the eye and tell him a low life, cheating, no good, flush, and ignorant, stall kissing, dogless, brainless, dickless, hopeless, smart ass, fat ass sperm had a sight of monkey shit he is. Hallelujah! Holy shit. Yeah, <laughs> <What's> the- oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're right, you're right about that. That's oh my true.
0: god. I've seen that way too many times, so yeah. There you go.
1: <laughs> Damn, you pulled that off perfectly, ladies and gentlemen. Please praise Renad's right here. Leave her a comment saying "good job" because that was yeah. awesome. That's why, and that's why we do this show, ladies and gentlemen. Because when when I first started talking to this girl here, this dork of a big headed wow. nerd, <laughs> you, only if you could see her face. That's why I, saw, I was saying that because she was doing the uh, you know like Napoleon look. But it didn't work for the audience. But anyways, when, you know, I was setting everything up, like, oh, Ladies of Laughter, oh, you know, you should be on our show and this and that, and I learned, like from her, like, oh, I love 80s, and, like, this is why we decided to do this show, because she has, you know, every now and again, she'll, she'll get stuff wrong, but in reality, she has a great knowledge of stuff 80s, you know, and that movie was, like, late 80s, it's a great, and then, boom, she just quoted stuff, she can quote certain things, and that's why it's, like, that's why it just works, and it's, it's hilarious, and I love that you were able to pull that off, but, I mean, yeah, like, that scene, freaking, yeah, he, 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 he freaking goes crazy, you know? He goes crazy and I love that part and it's all just for a moose. And did you know originally this would this I wonder if your parents know this because it, it, it just imagine it would have made them happy. They planned on the trip. It was supposed to be Disneyland. Like, oh, that yeah. was yeah, but the- well, they couldn't.
0: Well, they couldn't do that because like Disneyland is just such an awesome place. I just I can't see them getting all pissed off over Disney, like I'm cursing about it.
1: Well, do you know why they didn't do Disneyland?
0: I probably had to do something with it being real.
1: Uh uh-uh. mm-hmm. The re- the only reason why Disneyland said no, like the Disney people, they said no, nah, we don't want to do this, is because they never close. They're open. 365 days out of the year there that's the one thing about you know when with me like people are like oh it's like what are you doing today on your holiday you know day off and i'm like what are you talking about we don't close like disney is open so we're open so yeah and that's the the sad part so they they're like no like even though it's it's fiction it's a fake movie we don't close so this would never happen to any family like no, no no we're gonna be open so they opted and went for Wally World is based, even though the name Wally World is different, the park that they ended up just using was Magic Mountain uh, over here in, in uh, California, Southern Cal- not, kind of, not, yeah, I guess it's California, it's not really Southern, it's a little bit Northern California, but that's our theme park, you know?
0: Yeah, I'm going there. <laughs> Lucky me.
1: Wait, you're going to Magic Mountain?
0: No, I thought you were talking about Disney World.
1: Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, remember if like, when, imagine if you drove to Florida and you found that I was closed.
0: I think I would shoot somebody. <laughs>
1: but yeah. I, was, I was feeding you a line from the movie. I'm one. I'm like, oh, she didn't get it. But that's why. I remember when he?
0: <laughs> there was a serious question because if it was serious, I probably would be going to jail for a mass murder. That
1: is true though. Just imagine because that's what he says. Remember when he when he's like, uh, excuse me, uh, Roy, can I talk to? you? And he talks to a member and he's like. You know he tries to explain to me, He's like, I just yeah. you know trying to take my you know sorry got a little bit of crazy and he tells him like, well, what would you do if you know you went to Florida and you found that I was closed? He's like, oh, they don't close Florida, <laughs> you know. So that's why um, that's why I made that joke. But there's one cool thing about that movie that I never knew. This is new to me. Um, when I found out and then when I watched that scene, I'm like, oh, I see it differently. You know the scene when the officer pulls him over for the 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 dog chain on yes. the car when they're when 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 clark is crying those are real tears because him and the actor who played the officer were fighting so hard not to laugh so when you see clark with his lips like kind of biting his lips like you know all that's real they're trying hard not to laugh both of them are literally in tears that scene is real because they want to laugh so next time you watch that scene, know that they're fighting, not laughing. So it adds more to the tears because they're like, oh, my God, like, and it's just it's just like, oh, crap. And when you watch that scene, it, it'll make it funnier because you're like, holy I, hell, I, they're laughing.
0: I'm surprised I never noticed that. Like, and I usually do when it comes to movies, like when you could tell, like, people are actually laughing in the scene mm-hmm. or like they, they could tell that they're holding back. Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, I know this is no relevant to the movie, but you, you see my cousin, Vinny, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, yeah. There's a part where, like, like you know, where where the 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 um the stutter um jury guy goes, he goes up to the jury and he starts to talk with them and he says, "Ladies and gentlemen, the d- 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 yeah. and he's trying to say jury and he just keeps messing up. Well, if you look at the fuzzy part, if you if you catch a glimpse in the back, you'll see like you'll see Joe Pesci, you'll see Ralph Macchio, and you'll see the other guy, and they're holding their head like this, like they're putting their hand over their head, and they're like. They're, they're cracking up laughing, and they're staring at him. Oh, really? He's doing it. And, like, they're shaking their head, and Ralph Macchio has his head like this, and you just catch it, and it's hysterical. When I caught that, I'm surprised I never caught that for a vacation. I have to look at that again.
1: Well, see, that's the thing because in vacation, it's not like oh, you know, I didn't catch that. It's just because you assume like oh, they're just acting, they're pretending to cry, you know, they they're acting like something, you know. So so obviously, it, it's it's easy to play that off to be like oh, you know, but knowing now that no, they they weren't acting, they were freaking fighting hard not to cry that's what changes the whole scene so that's why it's kind of hard to even recognize that because like i said i'm watching it i'm just assuming it's chevy chase he's acting he's you know the cop they're acting they're pretending to cry they're sad you know he's trying to get out of the ticket but in reality they're like holy hell like oh crap that you know because you know it, it, i guess it happens in movies i mean it's hilarious but sometimes you're right you could catch that stuff so, yeah if mm-hmm. uh ladies and gentlemen if you want to see an awesome like uh, Quasi sequel to all the these movies. Uh, back in 2010, there was actually uh, a Super Bowl commercial that they did. Uh, Chevy Chase and Beverly D'Angelo. They came back, did their characters. They were in the you know the, the the truckster, the family truckster, you know the wagon, and they all came out for a commercial. And if you went to the website, you saw like this little like uh, mini uh, vacation movie called Hotel. Of Hell Vacation and watch it. it I, I've actually seen it, and it has like Chevy Chase's humor the way it is, like watching a vacation movie. And supposedly they're supposed to be doing a a, a sequel to this uh, movie. You heard about that, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. It was. It was a rumor going on for like a while.
1: It's not a rumor.
0: Oh, it's for real.
1: Yeah. It's a. It's legit. Yeah. Um. No. Yeah. They're. Uh, no. It, it, it actually. You know who. You know what it is? Do you know what it's supposed to be? Okay. Well, in reality, like, all right, they've had the films. They had National Lampoon's European Vacation was the first sequel that was in 85. And then they did Christmas Vacation right at the end of the 80s with 89. Then Vegas Vacation. Honestly, love Vegas Vacation. Not a lot of people like it. Do you like it?
0: I love Vegas vacation. Yeah, it's Vegas incredible. vacation is really great. Every
1: time I watch it, always makes me want to go to Vegas. It's like
0: I, I put a dollar and I get a car. I put a dollar. I get a
1: car. <laughs> great movie, <laughs> nineteen ninety seven. And then there was the straight. I never seen this one. I don't know if you have, but it was straight to video, two thousand three with uh, National Lampoon's uh, Christmas Vacation two. Oh,
0: oh, go ahead. I know what you're talking. About. I don't want to. Yeah,
1: you. Cousin Eddie's Island Adventure. Never seen y- it.
0: Yes, I. It, it was uh, it was meant for TV. Let's just put it that way. It was not meant to be put on a movie or just to buy.
1: I, I mean, yeah. I
0: mean, they just wanted to do that whole like I guess Eddie thing because like you know I guess I forget what the actor's name is who plays Eddie, but he just wasn't like he wasn't probably getting a lot of like you know things with movies or TV shows, and they were like, oh hey, let's just like let's do so, like you know a, like a show based off of you know vacation with dealing with you and your family but it was stupid i didn't like it don't even waste your time
1: yeah it it was terrible the reception was terrible but um i know the the girl who does play you know audrey in the first film actually came back and played audrey in this film so that was weird for her to come back and do it
0: but I, i think they shouldn't do that they should not they should not do another film they're too old chevy chase i mean like I mean, Chevy Chase has black humor, like, I like him in Community, Mm -hmm. but, like... uh, Leave it alone. Like it was, it was fine. Like especially with that. I mean, they made so many. Like, why make another one? I mean, I know it's such a cult classic thing. Like vacation, and you want to like see them all older, but you already did see them older. Like in Vegas Vacation, the kids were older. You know, Chevy Chase is, is pretty darn. He's he was getting up there to the point where he lo- almost looked like he was. You know, he looked like in community. So
1: yeah, well, but, I'll go on. Yeah.
0: No, and I was just saying, like, you know, like, there was another commercial. Well, there was a commercial that, um, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Ferris Bueller, like, they, he did, he did a car commercial, and they are like, it was, and do you remember that? And he, like, he acted like he was Ferris Bueller. Wait. Wait. wait, wait. Sorry, I'm thinking, who was the actor that played Ferris Bueller?
1: Um, Christ, Matthew uh, Broderick. Uh,
0: Matthew Broderick, thank you. As I was saying that yeah. in my head constantly. But Matthew Broderick did a commercial. I don't know if you ever saw it. He did a commercial where they said, we want you to play Ferris Bueller. And he's in a hotel room, and he's, but he's being himself. He's being Matthew Broderick. And, like, he... Like a guy calls him up and he like from the studio and says, "Hey, we need you to record something." And then he plays sick. He's like, "Oh, I'm not feeling too good up for it." And you, they pick scenes from the movie that he does and he says the same lines again, but it's for a car commercial. People were like, "Oh my god, is this a sequel to Ferris Bueller's Day Off?" Oh but it was- yeah. yeah, you're so. right.
1: That was not not this past Super Bowl, but I think it was last year's Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, I remember because they played it off like it was an actual sequel to Ferris Bueller, right? And it was like his life. It, it was almost like as if what Ferris Bueller's life is as an adult. I remember that. Yeah. Damn, we got. I gotta look that up. I, I wanna watch that. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. And then, really quickly, um, the director, uh, Amy Heckling, she's the one that like she's actually she did films like uh, Fast Times at Richmond High, one of your favorites, Clueless, Look Who's Talking. She was the one that insisted because she directed European Vacation, who uh, insisted that both the kids be recast, and that's why we see new kids in uh, in Christmas. I mean, uh, in European Vacation plus. It was, uh, you know, Michael Anthony Hall turned him down, more so not because he turned it down. He was committed to shooting Weird Science, actually. That's what I I read. So, at that point, if you remember, in Vegas Vacation, they do make a reference to that. Because when he sees the kids, again, in the beginning, Clark tells them that he hardly recognizes them anymore. So, they did make a reference to not recognizing them. that's right. So, yeah. So Okay, so let me tell you about the new version of Vacation. It is going to star Ed Helms as an uh, old, older version of Rusty Griswold. So it's Rusty. It's in the same. It's not a reboot. It's a, it's a sequel. So it's a vacation, like part whatever, five now. Let's see. One, no, two, three, four, five, six. This is going to be the sixth film in the whole series, unless you count that Hotel Hell vacation thing. But he's he's a, he wants to do his new vacation for his kid, so he's it's basically a remake of the first film, but it's just like older. And but they're gonna feature Chevy Chase and Beverly D'Angelo. They're supposed to come back and do the roles. I don't know if it's been confirmed or not. The um, but there's a lot of issues with the uh, going on creative different It's it's in production hell right now. So hopefully it's uh, you know either it's gonna get made or not. If it gets made, I hope it does well. But. You know, well, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. You know, I mean, I hope
0: they don't. I hope they don't do it. I really, I mean, I'm, I'm not up for it, dude. I'm not.
1: Yeah. Well, there we go, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, it, we're coming up to the tail end. So, I mean, hell, we talked so much about vacation. It's one of, uh, you know, like I said, Harold Ramis's. Uh, he directed a great film written by. You know John Hughes, but also Harold Ramis and Chevy Chase. You know revised the script. It's actually based off of a story called Va- Vacation '58, written by John Hughes. Uh, I don't know the details behind Vacation '58, so I'm assuming it's when he was a kid and it's his father going through a vacation with them. Maybe I don't know. All I all I gotta say though is I love love the poster to vacation the way it's drawn it looks like those awesome like fantasy you know guys with the sword all buff like i mean that's really what it's based off of because that's who they hired to paint like he's he's famous for that artwork that guy has like he's done illustrations for like conan the barbarian doc savage uh you know tarzan so he's famous for that like he's done you know posters. Uh, what you would call it? So one of my favorites has to be for the Awkward Teen Hunger Force <laughs> movie poster that he did. Um, so yeah, so 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 let's uh final thing. You know, it's uh you know S- Sanchez soundtracks uh or you know, I mean is whenever I feature soundtracks, but it's also I'm mixing it with Sanchez song of the week, Holiday Road, as you all know, freaking is right at the beginning of the of the sh- of the movie, right when it starts, and then you know the music is like. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Renata, sing it. Or do the girl part.
2: <laughs> no. You
1: hear like the little... <laughs> and it was actually recorded by Flintwood Max guitarist, Lindsey Buckingham. He's the one that wrote the film. It was featured, obviously, in National Lampoon's Vacation. And it was also used... In two more of the sequels, sadly enough, we never saw it, and me and Renata talked about this. It wasn't in Christmas Vacation, but she said it didn't feel, because Christmas Vacation took place in the home, so they weren't necessarily traveling, so they wouldn't use that song. Plus, it's more of a summer kind of, like, song, like, out in the road, and I'm like, you know what, when I think about it, it's like, yeah, I agree with her they wouldn't feel fit right but with european vacation they're out traveling so it makes sense for them to use that on there. vegas vacation they're traveling out to vegas yeah it makes sense to use that song and, and it's just like I, it's a guilty pleasure huh
0: vegas vacation do they use it
1: yeah they use it in vegas vacation they're they're driving i think when they're driving out to um they're gonna go visit cousin Eddie. They're driving yeah. me out to Cousinetti and is uh, it is it Christy Brinkley, the one in the Ferrari, the chick in the Ferrari? She's in the in the car, she's driving, and then he sees her, and, and then that's when she he she pulls forward, and there's a baby in the back seat. Uh, yeah, that's right. And he's like, wait, what? You're who? Who's like kind of the father emotion? She's like, I don't know. And you know what? Okay, before I get to send, I, I have one issue with the movie. Okay, <laughs> I have an issue with National Lampoon's Vacation. Actually, I have two issues. I had to bring this up. This so... Okay. I mean, there, I have a lot of issues, actually, when I think about this whole scene. Okay. What happens? He finally go Like, the one thing about, like, Clark's character is that whenever he comes across women, like, he's always just, like, as if, like, he's not even married. I mean, in what Christmas... Vi- huh?
0: Eight, they're trying to pull off the typical guy thing, but an over exaggerated like 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 this is stuff that's probably going on in his head like a normal guy would probably think of these situations going on in his head, but Clark just plays them out in real life like situations yeah. like it's not right See,
1: but that's the thing it's like okay, Renata imagine you're going to Disneyland this year right is Joey going Joey's going right? yeah, okay, so imagine it's at night and out of nowhere you hear a bunch of screaming. Mm-hmm. You walk out, you see Joey in a pool naked with another woman. Both of them by themselves. What would happen? Would Joey be flying home on his own?
0: Uh you you put me on the top spot here, <laughs> man. No, uh, the
1: reason I wanna bring this up, you could think about your question for the meanwhile. Is the reason why I bring this up is like first off, it's like his wife catches him in a pool with another woman naked. It's like what and then she's she's okay with it later and then she decides to get naked and jump in the pool too like i figure i mean even like your mom is listening to this what would she think if if she caught your dad doing the exact same thing like like that's why like
0: that would be drowned in the pool
1: (laughs) (laughs) exactly so i know it's for comical effect this and that but in reality like that would have never happened too why is he screaming that's so stupid like like he jumps in the pool and he's like "Ah!" like even if it's cold you're gonna be like it's freaking cold you're not gonna be all screaming especially since you're trying to be all secretive first, or whatever
0: so why would you pull a move like that like it like with your family around like everything. exactly
1: i mean i figure i mean if you're gonna pull that stupid move you're gonna probably go somewhere else you're not gonna be there you know he goes into the pool like right where i'm gonna go get some ice she could walk right outside and see him so why he screams all loud? that was stupid it makes no That's sense not- like like yeah, and, and, and I mean that's the one thing that bothered me. It's like one, she like right away is like, oh well, I guess nothing, and who cares? Who who knows? Maybe they could have been doing it right before they got in the water, you know? And she she's a no, and she doesn't know, and she's just right away is like, oh okay, whatever, you know? She's all fine with it. I don't know. I, I honestly thought that was so- well, she
0: wasn't fine with it. She was just I. She was just a married woman that known Clark for years, and I guess when you're married, you're like for a long period of time, you're just kind of like you think about things. And you, it, I mean, there's no point of acting like. I I guess okay I guess no 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 okay you're on a calming matter no 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 I, you, I don't know you
1: you're you're speaking of a, from a person who's not married you don't know and I'm and I'm just
0: thinking like I don't no no no, no.
1: the perfect thing is because le- your parents are going to be listening to this so next week's on the episode we'll report back afterwards <laughs> on the next episode and and I want you to get get find out the answer when your parents are listening to this find out. And then for all of you who listen to our show who've been married for a long time, please, please comment on our on our Instagram and just let us know. If you're a married woman, would you be okay with your husband jumping in the pool, just like in Vacation, the movie? Like, that's one thing. It doesn't make sense to me. I honestly believe she would have been mad. Clark would have been, they would have been flying on a plane home and he would have been driving home by himself. I don't know. That's so dumb. And then another scene that just bothers me is like, remember when he's showing them the trip the route in the beginning and then the kids come in and he has like a pac-man game or something like they kind of bring in video games into the world and then like he has like he's trying to eat the the tr- the truckster and then the daughter comes in it's like they're they're able to hack into a video game like as if like they're like oh you know and they, she shoots a spaceship the car is like thanks audrey and saves the car like how the hell is that even possible that technology doesn't even exist and i thought that was stupid i'm like that doesn't make any sense doesn't make any sense i don't know but anyways um because it's uh, the episodes already going pretty far again the song was released on june 24th 1983 it it, it was on the b-side from the trip theme from vacation and uh, yeah it's a holiday road I, I i actually love this song that's why it's also going to be my you know, my song of the week, my 80s song of the week. So aside from the, the soundtrack aspect of it, I'm also going to give it, play it at the end. Why? Because I actually love this song. It's in my iPod. It's a guilty pleasure of mine. When it pops up on my, on my iPod on random, I put the volume down, make sure my window's up, and I dance because this is how I feel. One day when I'm an adult man, much older, I'm going to want to have that family vacation across the U.S., and I'm going to be playing this song. I'm like, oh, yeah. And huh. I'll probably have to have it on repeat because <laughs> it'll, it'll finish within, you know, two minutes I'm a, i'll put it on repeat but yeah so there you go ladies and gentlemen there we have it it's another episode so all right Renaz, how do you feel
0: i feel good kind of make me feel when i should get this strip, get going i mean i need to, i need this disney vacation i mean i mean in philadelphia the weather is just about starting to break away from the whole winter thing mm-hmm. so where well, i think i think our weather is like like high 50s low 60s right now but we're planning on getting snow tuesday and it just turned spring so there you I go i understand that but yeah i have this is a really good episode i enjoyed it Woo!
2: Awesome. Mm-hmm.
1: there we go all right ladies and gentlemen well there you have it we had fun you know back in 1983 but it's about time that we step into the delorean and travel back to the future Everyone sent here. Make sure to check out the Brothers Bear Podcast Live, a comedy show where two brothers and their best friend talk about everything from movies, cartoons, video games, comics, TV, music, and everything else entertainment. We are live every Monday night at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, only on RantRadioNetwork.com.
2: Hey, sorry for interrupting this great podcast you're listening to. But I'm Cody from Yeah, A Lot of People Like That, a great new movies podcast. Myself, along with my co-host Charlie, sit down and attempt to catch up on some movies that have passed us by. Recent episodes include box office hits such as The Avengers and Silver Lang's Playbook, along with some smaller movies such as Cabin in the Woods and I Saw the Devil. Join us as we give a second opinion on movies, while also talking recent movies, movie trailers, movie news, and just pretty much anything else. To want to talk about. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook and listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher. You don't have to search the whole long name of the show. we made it simple. Just search YelpCast. That's Y-A-L-P-C-A-S-T, YelpCast. Nice, short, and simple. Give us a listen. You won't regret it. Now back to your regular scheduled program. This has been a Brothers Bear Network production.